0: Welcome to today's episode of Shut the Fuck Up. We are not done talking yet. Charlotte and I have taken a long hiatus and are back to chat with you about how we are feeling and what's going on. This podcast was recorded in November 2020.
1: Here's the deal. In June, my husband and I decided to buy an RV because we were concerned that we didn't want to fly to get home to Missouri to visit our families sooner or later. So we got a rental car and drove to Phoenix and purchased it there and drove it home. And in September, we took a 29-night, 30-day trip to Missouri and back, we spent two weeks in Missouri with our families, and uh, we did some sightseeing on the way there and some on the way back. Turns cool. out that if you have an RV, you know, obviously you can stay at campgrounds and RV parks, but there's also cool. places that are called hip camps where you can just go stay on some people's property.
0: Oh, can I just interrupt you for one second and remind yeah. you that we had Hip Camps Mom on our show? Remember? Um, Pat Ravazio's daughter invented and did the startup hip camp that's right I forgot about that so let's just throw a little bone to Alyssa very very um, intelligent
1: woman who started that whole thing
0: but anyway go ahead about your hip camp you know the,
1: the hip camp we stayed at was we spent two nights near Lake of the Ozarks of all places on this fantastic hobby farm where the husband and wife had like two of everything they they had miniature mules which were born from miniature horses and miniature donkeys and they had ducks and geese were they going on noah's ark it was like noah's ark they have it's called the hobby farm and then they had this beautiful spot of land that's next to a creek that goes into the water. At any rate, it was lovely and beautiful and we were there for two nights. Uh, strangely, while we were in Missouri, we saw my dad who lives assisted living. One afternoon, we saw him for like 10 minutes. He came outside to the parking lot with his mask on. We had our masks on. We were able to show him the RV, which he enjoyed very much and then, The following Wednesday, we got word that he had tested positive for COVID. So my 86, seven-year-old father had COVID, 19, and we were very worried, and we were also concerned. We went and got a COVID test ourselves, although we were fine. Yeah, but it turns out my dad survived. He never even went to the hospital. Mm -hmm. They just took care of him at the assisted living place, and he was pretty sick for two weeks and then it took another two weeks to feel like himself but he survived he recovered um i'm very grateful for that yeah that was kind of insane
0: Mm, must have been really scary
1: the other thing that happened in the summertime in july uh my cousin who lived in missouri and hawaii half and half he was a physician he Took his own life. He had been suffering from depression on and off for many years. And um, I think it was a combination of things that kind of got to him. I don't think it helped that he was a hospitalist and was working in the hospital during COVID pandemic time. I think that was an extra strain on him. But also, his girlfriend was back in Hawaii and he couldn't get back there. So that was a shocker. And Mm, it was d- very disturbing. I really felt bad about that. Um, yeah, that was very sad. Another time when
0: we're talking about mental health, I'll I'll tell you more about what I think about that, but not okay. today. You can just talk about, well, we're going to settle in about how we're doing.
1: <laughs> and yeah, that was distressing, I'll tell you. But um, I would say... That was then. Then I came back from our trip and I had to have a checkup for my bladder cancer. And of course, since it's 2020, my urologist saw something else in there. So in the middle of October, I had to go back in and have my third surgery, uh, which was kind of like a biopsy slash, you know, they just cut everything out of there. Anyway, the results from that were fine. So that was excellent news. And next month, starting in two days, I'm gonna have my final three immunotherapy treatments. And that should be the end of my official treatment for bladder cancer. And then I'll just get followed and checked up periodically. So I'm not really looking forward to my final three because the, they are worse the longer you keep getting them. But um, these are still just like preventative maintenance to fire up my immune system so that it will go attack any evil cancer cells in my bladder. So I'll be fired up all of December. My right. immune system will just mm-hmm. be on overdrive. So yeah, that's been that's a quick overview. So how about you? Uh, well, um,
0: the last six months were, Um, I actually had a huge um, depression relapse in uh, July and August, where I um, really felt horrible and didn't, well, wasn't able to do much about it until I guess in mid-August, I started taking a different medication, which has been good, and I got better. Um, I was disappointed that that happened when I was, um, you know, on ketamine, and I'm in fact ketamine queen. Um, So... It was a great 12 months before I, I, you know, crashed and burned. And then I thought, well, also, we're in a pandemic and people are dying everywhere and whatever. Just things were affecting me in
1: a certain way. And I think that was in
0: a, you know, a cause.
1: I mean, yeah, anyway, I mean, it's true. I think it was, I think that the pandemic is depressing for everyone to some degree. And then if you're prone to it anyway, it's kind of not a surprise. Yeah. And this
0: was like, I don't know if, there, you know, people like the different, the people know what the difference is between, you know, feeling depressed and I'm going to, you know, talk to a therapist and take something, yada, yada, or the, or the horrendous existential angst and like, why am I on this earth? And I would be better right. off dead, like Yep. then that's not even yeah it could have been you know something to do with the pandemic but it was also just some deep i don't even know i don't even know but anyway since then i got a new therapist and actually she helped me out of the end of that so that was good and I, i'm we'll talk more about mental health at different times so i feel great now i feel so well that um when biden won as discussed i was um you know b- banging pots outside Um, I made a whole YouTube channel called glam beekeeping. And I um, get myself on video doing little chores, wearing really fun outfits Um, (laughs) a little bit behind in that I have to get back on it. And um, Thanksgiving just went by, which I adored. We are having, you know, Christmas is in less than four weeks. And I'm so excited. A lot of times this time of year, I'm not depressed, but I'm on edge of like commercial BS. Like I can't take it, the, the flow of the holidays. Like, eh, we just ate this big turkey meal, but then here comes the Christmas tree on the roof of my car. You know, I just can't. And then the shopping, shopping, shopping. Well, people can barely shop now. There's, I mean, you know, Nordstrom is open and the mall's open and I, I wonder how soon that's history again. Um, right, we've been in this like murky land of, oh, our county's orange, our county's red, our county's <laughs> purple. I, I don't, you know, like if there's really <laughs> a lot of stuff about this, you know, the and and you know, yeah, it's still not sure. I even though we have the president coming in, that's going to at least help take care of it it's still, it's still a mess. And I, I worry about people that are out in the public. Um, uh, you know, my family, like people who actually work outside of their home, not my, um, not my daughter, one of my daughters does. Ooh, people in my extended family that I was like, really? Oh, my sister has her preschool. So, uh-huh. so far, so far, no, no effect at all you know i don't know what happens if one of those children's moms and dads get sick i don't really know what happens so uh and my mom's okay right and your mom's okay your mom and dad are okay yeah. and my mom is okay so that's and and a bunch of seniors i know are fine they're staying put they're staying inside how else am i that's about it um you know happy that um i got to go on several trips we mm-hmm. went to we went to LA, we, twice, we went to the um, uh, Redwood country, to Humboldt, and we went uh, to Oregon to visit my mother. That was with uh, my kids and their, uh, spout, the, sorry, boyfriends. And oh, and get this, Sydney got engaged. So now i have a son-in-law to be, which is making me insanely happy. So if that's not happy enough. Yeah. That's, un- yeah, that is exciting. That's a big thing for a parent with adult children. Like it's, I just want them to be happy. It's not even that they have to get married. Yes. they just to announce their, um, their commitment to be together for life. We, you know, i yeah. uh, just, well, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And here they are
1: in the middle of a pandemic where they can't even live together because um, they have to live with different roommates and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's very, that's really great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and she had a great year so I sometimes you hear about people that, you know, really things have fallen apart obviously many 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 people and she's like, "Mom, I had such a good year and I'm going out to speak French and I'm going to graduate school." <laughs>
1: well,
0: damn. So, yeah. she had a good year. I'm really pleased.
1: That is good. That's a good point. A lot of people have had good years and nice things have happened uh, despite all the other hideous things that have been going on.
0: Yeah, I've written a lot. Um, As you know, Mm -hmm. um, I'm in at least three writing classes. And a lot of um, the prompts, I think I'm in four, a lot of the prompts I've had have really Mm -hmm. helped me remember even more stuff. Mm -hmm. So I just write, write, write. It doesn't all go together properly, but I have to just get these stories out one piece at a time. That's been
1: great. Yeah. I think, you know, at first with the pandemic, I had trouble concentrating and I found it hard to write, but then as my schedule became much less crowded, I have found it much easier to write. And, you know, and sometimes I'm just writing about what's going on because there's so much going on in any given day. Ah, you know, it's just like writing as in journaling and just recording what happened has been pretty amazing. Just has been very helpful and kind of like a little retreat to be able to write down stuff. So yeah, I think think at the beginning, a lot of people who were writers had trouble writing. (laughs) And even though it was like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I finally have time to write. I have all this quote free time and i can't even focus i can't concentrate because there's chaos you know you're kind of on edge all the time every morning you wake up thinking what now what fresh hell to quote i love heart. that you said you said that a few times i love that
0: yeah oh yeah oh we didn't even mention the smoke the fires of oh, geez, late summer it, and fall course. oh my god they were, they were shrouded in orange air and no one could go what? out and it was just so bad that That was
1: was, that was yeah august the 15th i believe is when we had that weird weather out here in the, the bay area and there were there was lightning and there were lightning strikes and then all of a sudden there were like three different fire systems around the bay area and we had smoke for a month I know we left town on September the 9th, that was the day after the Wednesday when the sky was orange in the Bay Area and you had to have on like your headlights in the middle of the day. We were packing our RV that day and my husband had his headlamp on inside the RV and we had so much smoke in our RV that when we left town the next day, we drove east across California and we had brought along a little air purifier that we just plugged into one of the outlets that's in the RV and we didn't see blue sky and we didn't get fresh air until we were well into Nevada so that was like mess that up. was that I tell you I think that that was the worst between and we had heat remember that there was like heat yes. 100 degrees and smoke So many people like yourself who don't have air conditioning. That's
0: when I completely lost it, Charlotte. One day I was just lying here crying because I had brought up the topic of getting an air conditioner, at least for the bedrooms or one bedroom back in May, which came to nothing. And then I'm just laying here going, it's 100 degrees outside in Oakland, we have every single window closed because it's too polluted to have anything. And it's between 85 and 90 inside. I just lost it. I go, what part of we could take care of ourselves. So I kept going down to the um, wine cellar. And I even made a little video of myself going into the um, Harry Potter wine uh, cellar under the stairs
1: because
0: the the refrigerator is running for the wine at like 58 degrees. And then my friend Anna said, Danielle, you treat your wine better than yourselves. I'm like, God, thank you for saying that. And I just was, I didn't know what to do. And it's a pandemic, so like, oh, Charlotte, can I come sleep over? No, you can't because we're <laughs> in a pandemic and you can't. So then I was like, well, should I get a hotel? Anyway, a couple of days later, a um, a very nice um, uh, air conditioner showed up at our house and it's installed now and i, I we don't need it now. If we needed um, heat, it is also a heater. Nice. Um, So so now I got the air conditioner. I can hang out in the bedroom or I can go in the Harry Potter wine cellar. I have two options.
1: (laughs) Honestly, that was, I think that was, that was the worst part because, you know, up until the smoke, we'd all been able to socialize outdoors, like, or take walks, just like being able to be outside was keeping us sane. But then... We couldn't go outside anymore. We were stuck inside. It was horrible. I mean, that was, I think that was the lowest point for me. I just remember canceling so many social things that were planned for outdoors. you right. It was like, yeah. oh no, it's too smoky. The air quality. Every day waking up and looking at what is the AQI today, where I live, right? And going on purple air every day and checking the air quality. Yeah. Honestly, we were
0: very familiar with that because we lived in china so we always checked and if it was over you know over 200 i didn't go out or we didn't go out much um or i would go only for a short distance like i would get in a car or get in a taxi and then go to the next place yeah. um but i didn't like say walk to the subway half a mile so yeah, yeah we did that air thing already and it was weird to have it here um yeah. also you know the orange day The bees didn't fly. I didn't go out and look, but apparently the bees didn't fly and nor did any birds. Yeah. And, um, that was really insane. It was really shocked. That's
1: that's right. They were, they thought it was nighttime, I guess, or they didn't know what to think. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We didn't have any birds at our bird feeder or our water bubbler that day. Yeah. That was, that was like apocalyptic. And, um, also, it was it was it was sort of horrifying because we kind of know that that's going to be that way for a while. Like next fall, we're going to have another yeah. fire season. Every year, and the next fall after that, that this is pretty much permanent for a while until all the yeah. forests burn up. So yeah, that was that was hideous. So God, we've been really lucky lately. The weather has been beautiful in November. Blue i'm ready skies. for
0: some rain so that would i am don't get me wrong the blue skies are enchanting and i you know see it right now and all the pretty trees and the trees are changing colors i'm ready for some rain but, we need it yeah so i hope that you know it's a right amount of rain so it doesn't you know every day it's cloudy for two months but um that's what we need
1: we do ah. we do so uh, right.
0: I, yeah babe i think we should we should wrap it up and then um we will um have a new show very soon. We have my uh, um, an author who wants to join us, so she's going to share her book stuff with us. And we have my 97 year old friend who's going to tell us about what's what. Um, which oh, we is very
1: skipper, we have to get our friend Skipper on.
0: Guess what? She comes to my Saturday Nia class every week, so we're in touch.
1: Perfect, yeah. Maybe we can do that after that. Yeah. So we'll have some more. Yeah. We got some guests coming up and it feels good to be back into the podcast mode. Yeah. It was a long break and now we're ready to say a lot, right? Yes. And, (laughs) and yeah. And, and just kind of hopefully get back into some sense of normal, semi normal, just a little bit, just a little bit normal. Please. I think. I'm just waiting still to exhale until January 20th. And then I feel like I can actually exhale, exhale. I have been sleeping nine and 10 hours a night lately after the election. And I think I'm still catching up from. Oh, that's so good. I do. I think I, I am probably not the only person who has been sleeping a lot to catch up. Because I don't think anybody slept well the last four years. At least I haven't. Let's do, let's do a quick brag. How
0: many texts did you sell, send from oh. moveon.org? Can you remember you had, yes. it,
1: you had the number handy?
0: 87,000? Two,
1: no, 221,000. Wow, good job and change. Yeah, I just looked it up today. So yeah, they have an Excel spreadsheet, you can check and see. And yeah, we're still doing it to get out the vote for the two Senate races and the
0: runoffs in Georgia. So my group, my immediate Oakland group, plus my friend Jody's immediate Oakland group, we sent at least thirty-five thousand postcards oh my gosh we are super proud of ourselves um it was it was a lot of work i i all that wrapping because we were like 30 postcards 30 stamps etc etc and now i'm letting everyone do it themselves i'm like come count 100 postcards here's 100 stamps and here's the and i'll email you the name so we streamlined it yes
1: Um, but yeah i just wanted
0: to throw that in there because I think you and I, we were instrumental in changing stuff, registering all of those, every single County that was mentioned in Georgia. We wrote postcards too. Yes. Wasn't that? Um, uh, Clayton, uh, Fulton, we wrote all of those. So that was exciting that they registered to vote. That was
1: kind of cool when all the results started coming in from different places. I did a lot of, I did letters into Florida and I, I did postcards to Iowa. I forget all the places that you we did. It, but we
0: all rock. Yeah, we did too. We did a thousand postcards to um, maybe more to Iowa. There was some woman running, right? Bollinger yes. running for uh, Senate.
1: Yeah, uh, that was. She that didn't was win, a, unfortunately. That was Kansas. She didn't win. Kansas. And Teresa Greenfield didn't win in Iowa either. But you know, we put up the fight. We did what we could. I think that was the most important thing for me. I did what I could. Because I did not want to wake up the day after election day and feel like I did in two thousand and sixteen. We didn't do after. enough. Yeah. Yes. I was I was bound and determined not to have feel like that. And <laughs> then in twenty
0: eighteen we we remedied that. That's and, right. then, we and then more again. Midterms. Yeah, midterms we I, I worked and yep. you worked. So let's give each other a virtual high five through Zoom.
1: High five.
0: And Good uh job. I'll, thanks everyone for listening and uh, we'll,
1: we'll be back soon. Bye everybody. Bye Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode.
0: You can get more information about it on facebook.com Charla Danielle podcast.